Hi, my name is Amanda. I am the founder of Not Your Mother's Care Package. And this podcast is going to go over my entire process of building my business. To give you a heads up, I am about four months in currently, but I want to start from the beginning and walk you all through the entire process. I sell CBD products, beauty products, and snacks in in boxes, but it's essentially all e-commerce. So if you're interested in selling CBD products or getting started with e-commerce, then this podcast is for you. Hey guys, good morning. It is the 4th of July, Saturday, six in the morning. So I thought I would, (laughs) I don't know why six o'clock in the morning. It drives my husband so crazy. That's when I get up and I have everything to say. And then by noon, I'm (laughs) I'm pretty pooped out. So right now I'm about five months in. I've got the bank account situated. I've I've got the, I found my manufacturer for my CBD products. My website is in compliance because I am trying to find a merchant processor. So the, the, the four main things that I found that you need, uh, you've got to find a website. That's number one. Um, you've got to find, uh, you have to have a shopping cart that's separate from that website because a lot of times, um, the, the third-party payment processor that you need will not be compatible with the um, the the shopping cart. I, you know what? And I don't even I'm not even really 100% sure I'm saying this all right. But at any rate, I have a separate shopping cart, a separate merchant processor, and a bank account. So that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. I'm I'm also trying to reach out to different social media content marketer strategist people i don't know what they call themselves i'm trying to sort of figure out how to make my social media a lot more polished i don't really know what i'm doing when it comes to social media i post every little thing i'm doing uh, and i don't know if there's a more strategic way to go about this i have no idea so i'm trying to reach out to people. And what I've noticed is people do not work on the holidays. I don't give a shit what day it is. I'm, if I, if I've got business coming my way, I'm available. And I I don't know. I, I think that's something that's very interesting that I've been seeing people. Um, yeah, they, long holiday weekends. I, and I, and I get it. Maybe one day I'll be there, but I'm not, I'm not there at the moment. So that's where I'm at in that particular uh, stretch of life. But what I really wanted to talk about this morning was being overly sensitive. Um, I had the fortunate slash unfortunate experience of growing up with a 30 year army veteran who really didn't give a shit about you or your feelings. And you should just drink water and drive on. And I know that we live in a time where this is now considered abusive, but I genuinely appreciate being raised that way now more than ever. There's something really magical about not living in a petri dish of your own feelings. You don't get anything done. You're just a mess. You're you're scared to make any kind of move for whatever screwed up nonsense that I ended up with because of that. I'm so thankful 
that I was at least open to the idea that not every emotion that comes to you is valid. It's just not. Not every feeling that you have needs to be analyzed or looked at and cried about. We've become so habitually entrenched in our feelings that we can't even see a functional way out. We're just swimming in our own tears. So I was reading about all the benefits of being a sensitive person. And of course, it mentions having empathy and emotional awareness. And I don't think anybody would ever consider empathy as being a bad thing. But I'm talking about being so sensitive to any type of feedback or criticism that it just immobilizes you. Are you so afraid of what someone will say that you just do nothing? This entire week, I've been really trying to figure out what's different about this business compared to my other ones. And I think I've come up with this. I don't think that this is really personal for me anymore. I think I've, I've had businesses previously, as many entrepreneurs have had, uh, failed. Um, some not, but... I took them really personal and the, any feedback I got from them was really personal and it was really scary. And I, and I think that this one just, I don't, I don't really hang on to that anymore. I really enjoy the challenge of this, but again, it's not personal. I found something more important than myself. And so when and if the criticism comes, I'm able to decide if it's coming from someone, <clears throat> excuse me, who's just absolutely irrelevant to what I'm doing. And that's 90% of random humans on the internet, or if it's something I should really consider because that feedback can be incredibly valuable. And if we're too wrapped up in protecting our feelings and our egos to really hear what could potentially help us get out of where we're feeling stuck, then why wouldn't you want to ask and seek out that type of feedback? And I suppose it's kind of become the norm. Anything you say, don't say, do or don't do, the masses have come up with a way to make you feel like shit for any choice that you make or don't make. So if that's the case, if any move you make has consequences of criticism or rejection, then why not just barrel through to what you want to do anyway? I mean, I guess you could almost take advantage of the current scenario because while everyone else is so afraid to make any move in any direction at all, a fear of what others might say or think, you're over here being criticized anyway, but you're doing what you want. And that makes you happy. And yeah, miserable people will always be bothered when they see someone who's happy. How dare you? But what about no one being on the other line? Can you handle the possibility of crickets? Can you handle the possibility of no one showing up to your party? I think people say they can handle it, but the reality of that happening feels pretty fucking bad. Are you gonna fold at the first sight of uninterested people? What are you willing to change or do differently so that you can reach those people? Are you one of those people that clings so tightly to your vision of how things should go? Rather than being open to flexible or even necessary change, maybe you are the problem. <laughs> That's great. That's good news because now you've got a starting point. Okay, I need to be more creative. I need to quit censoring myself, be more sensitive or be less sensitive. But if even hearing that you might need to change in order to succeed induces feelings of sadness inside of you, I'm not even sure really where to begin. Because the reality is that you might need to change. You might need to be very uncomfortable for a while. And you might need to grow or adjust your sales. And there's no time frame either. 
If you're comfortable and you're not where you want to be, you're doing it wrong. How bad do you want this? If it's bad enough, you'll find a fucking way. If it's bad enough, the voices in the gallery get so low that you almost can't hear them. Being sensitive to things is, is not a bad thing. And, I, and I, I don't want that to overpower the real message here, which maybe it has more to do with balance. We want to validate every feeling that comes up. That's kind of the environment that we live in. We want to validate every feeling that happens because, shit, I don't even really know the answer to that question. <laughs> I don't know that I really see any value in it, but that's where we are. And so maybe we're, we're so used to having a feeling come up and, oh, well, this must be real. This must be, no, maybe it's not. Maybe you're fucking bored. Maybe, maybe you are just bored. And feelings just happen if you let them, if you, if you let them just unwildly drive the train. Good luck with that. All right. Well, happy 4th of July. Have a great weekend. I will see you in a few days. Bye. Now we have to start. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Amanda. I, no, I can't do a podcast. <laughs> I can't do a podcast.